It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Elliot right now brought to us by Colonial Hyundai, the fast, easy, better way to buy a Hyundai. Shop 24-7 at ColonialHyundai.com. We've all been trying to sort of put into words the importance of this victory from yesterday. Let's start with Elliot. And Elliot, sum up what, in your opinion, this win yesterday means. It means they're probably going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, to me, that's what it means, because I think they're going to be the one seed. And I think we saw yesterday and we've seen this season that no team is coming into Lincoln Financial Field and beating the Eagles. Every time we've said this is going to be a big test. Now we're going to find out how good they are. They win. We said it before yeah. the Dolphins game. They played an outstanding game against the Dolphins. Uh, the Cowboys game, obviously, is one of the biggest regular season games the team has had in a while at home. And save for the last few minutes where, you know, obviously got a little closer than maybe you would want. They, they played an outstanding game last night, too. So with their record, and, and more importantly, the way they're playing, I think last night showed me that you know everyone should believe that this is once again a team that is going to be in the Super Bowl and I think win it this time. So it's at, we're in agreement. It sounds like you agree with Joe and I that the Eagles took this game. It wasn't that the Dallas Cowboys gave this game away, correct? A hundred percent. We need to stop doing this thing where every time an opponent makes a mistake against the Eagles, they're somehow lucky for it, right? We thought in week one when that, uh, the Patriots receiver was just out of bounds, like, oh, well, 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 that was lucky, right? Like, throughout the season after games we pointed to, Ron Rivera didn't go for two. Like, man, they're lucky there. Last night, they were, they were, they were, they were a little lucky there, but keep going. Well, well, but, 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 <laughs> like, but they're not, but no, no, they're not lucky. They're better than the other team. They're better, like, like they're a better coach team than Washington. So That's Ron right. Rivera is not a good coach, and he made a bad mistake there, right? Uh, the Patriots offense, they're not that good. They didn't stay in bounds. Last night, Dak Prescott, he played an outstanding game, right. and I think he is underrated as a quarterback, but he is not a quarterback that makes clutch plays in big moments. That's why he stepped out of bounds. He stepped out of bounds not by luck. He stepped out of bounds because he doesn't make plays in big moments, and Brandon Graham forced him out of bounds. And for all the criticism – they'll get about maybe almost blowing this game. They allowed six points in the second half. I mean, that, that, that is outstanding NFL defense to only allow six points over two quarters. Elliot, what did you make of our plan to stop C.D. Lamb? Well, I think it kind of went with what Sean Desai has been doing this season, which is uh, 
he mixes things up a lot. I mean, a lot of times this year, we saw it against Cooper Cup as well, that he'll start with one thing, and whether it's because he thinks it's not working or whether it was always the plan, he will definitely switch things up. I mean, early in the game, you saw Sidney Brown lined up against him one-on-one. Eli Ricks had some snaps against him one-on-one for, you know, I, I believe a large portion of the game. I'll have to rewatch it, but it looked like Darius Slay went and traveled with, with Lamb one, uh, one-on-one from mm-hmm. side to side. So, uh, you know, Lamb had a great game. Uh, I think Dak also had a great game. I thought he, play, he placed a lot of passes where only C.D. Lamb could get it. But, uh, yeah, I think that Sean Desai, we're finding through these first nine games, uh, a philosophy of his is to give players lots of different looks and lots of different coverages. And so I think that's what they tried to do with C.D. last Hey, everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's 94 WIP HD1 Philadelphia as we broadcast today from uh, the Tasty Cake studio. Elliot, uh, Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, just reporting that his understanding is Dallas Goddard is expected to have surgery, that the surgery could likely happen as soon as today, and that the hope is that Goddard will be out for about four weeks. I would consider that, Elliot, um, good news considering what it otherwise could have been. Do you agree four weeks – would be a bullet dodged if it's only four weeks. You know, it's hard for me to say it's good news. I understand your point that he's not out for the season, and, and obviously that, that would be worst-case scenario. But it doesn't feel like he avoided a worse injury here in a way. I mean, he broke his forearm. Like It's not like we thought his ACL was torn and it's only just a sprain. So I, I do think this is, this is bad news. I mean, Goddard is a big part of the Eagles' offense. We've seen over the past two seasons that when he's not involved in the passing game, whether because he's out or he's just not involved in it, the passing game has not been as good. Uh, last year, that was the case when he missed a few games. And then earlier this year, when we were all concerned about the passing game, Goddard was not involved. And since he's become more involved in a bigger part of it, their passing game has really taken off. So I think this is definitely bad news. Um, and obviously going into this part of the schedule, it's, uh, it makes it even the injury even well, more just, significant. Well, just know from my end, Elliot, I mean, we had John talking about 15 minutes ago about a time, not when he was a football player, but later in his life yeah. when – his forearm or his wrist was it, John? Went from my, yeah, my wrist exploded. I mean, there was forty pieces of bone that just shattered. Yeah, two bone, two bones this became forty. This is great compared yeah. to that. They're telling us that they know they have to operate on this thing and that he's going to be back. They're targeting four weeks. That to me yeah, I mean, means that it's like a pretty straightforward break. repair job. Yeah. yeah, and so that's yeah. a good thing. That's fair. I guess his bo- his uh, wrist exploding in forty places would be worse. I <laughs> that would be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly yeah, right. All right, Elliot. Jalen Hurts' toughness. Uh, I know we've kind of just sort of grown accustomed to it, but it really is a marvel that. And, and look, I'll go back to Mahomes. Look, the Chiefs don't win that Super Bowl last year if Mahomes doesn't gut through it in the postseason. There's no doubt. And Hurts has that thing also. I mean, it's just incredible how much this guy is mentally and physically tough yeah I think that the teams take on the personality of their quarterback there's no question about that and the the Eagles are tough and they win because Jalen Hurts is tough and he's a winner that's what he's been 
his entire football career. In high mm-hmm. school, it's what he was. In college, he went to two of the best programs. He won there. And in the NFL, he's quickly become one of you know, the most winningest quarterbacks of all time and during his short uh, time as, as a starting quarterback. So I definitely think that you know, Hurts' personality uh, goes through the team. I also think I've been thinking a lot about like, Jalen Hurts' personality this year and maybe how he's different coming off the Super Bowl loss. I think the more we see him this year, you can tell he is a man absolutely on a mission. I mean, if you watch him like on the sideline or during games, I'm not saying he's not enjoying himself, but if you look, like there's not these long celebrations. I mean, it is like they score, he's on the sideline, he's looking at tape of what happened, and he's ready for the next series. So I think that his like laser focus on what's next and you know, always thinking that they have to improve really makes the team better and absolutely his toughness and the fact that he simply just wins everywhere he goes you know, it, it goes throughout the whole team. Elliot, we had a Rashad Penny sighting, uh, two snaps in this game. Is, is there a bigger running back plan in place here uh, that, that he will be incorporated moving forward? What What is the situation there? And could you fill us in a little bit more if you know anything about Boston Scott? Yeah. So uh, no update on Boston Scott, just it's a personal in- uh, not injury. It's a personal uh, situation, and obviously they're, they're keeping that, that personal for him. So, mm-hmm. so no update on that. As far as Rashad Penny, I, I think we all just need to, to give up on the idea that he is going to have a larger role on this team. Didn't happen in training camp. Didn't happen at any point this season. And last night, it did not happen. I mean, they are telling you they don't want Rashad Penny to get the ball a ton. Is there a world where he could get 15 carries? Maybe, but I think that world is like Swift is injured, Gainwell's injured, and Scott is injured. So, yes, if all three go down, I think Penny is going to have a role in this team. But I just, he's the fourth running back. I, I, I've never, and I understand Penny's a little different, but in all the years we've, we, you know, we've talked about the Eagles and covered the team, there's never been a fascination with is the fourth running back going to get a role. So I just, <laughs> I don't think he's going to get it. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Uh, are you at all concerned with Jordan Davis's usage? Uh, this game he had 18 snaps, which is the same number as Brandon Graham, who's, you yeah. know, he's got a different role. He's sort of in a closer role now. I, I just found that a little disturbing, uh, 18 snaps. What's going on with that? I, I think he's probably a little banged up. I mean, he's been on the injury report. Uh, last night there was a, a play where he went to run out on the field, and you could see him grab his hamstring as he ran out. He turned around, went in the injury tent, and he was in the injury tent longer than I've ever seen a player be in the injury tent. So mm-hmm. I think there's probably something that's holding him back a little I'm bit, and that's it. why you're seeing that, that's why you're seeing um, him useless. Right. Ellie, you obviously have access in the locker room after the game. What did you notice? What did you hear? What do you know about Darius Slay? about N'Kobe Dean, and about James Bradbury and those guys being banged up? So, uh, in general, like, so in the, in the locker room in general, if a player is seriously injured, they do not talk. Like, Goddard was not in the locker room last night, and obviously we know what his situation was. Slay and Bradbury were in the locker room, and, and I, I know Bradbury talked. I believe Slay talked as well. So I think that's, pro- you know, that's good news, especially with the bye week coming up. Um, mm-hmm. I think that there's a there's a really good chance they'll be out there uh, next Monday night against the Chiefs. And then N'Kobe, we'll see. I didn't see N'Kobe in the locker room. It's possible I missed him. Uh, the fact he was just straight ruled out last night it is not a good uh, not a good sign. So I would probably be a little more uh, worried if I was Eagles fans about N'Kobe's status for the Chiefs game. Elliot, final thing, and I don't mean to skew negative. I'm just curious because these guys got on my case earlier. When the ball was on the six yard line, Dallas needed six yards to take the lead. Who did you think was going to win the game? I thought that the Cowboys were going to win the game. Yeah. When they were on the six-yard line, yeah. 
before that penalty. I mean, let's be honest. Like, you know, six yards in 27 seconds, like most teams are not going to win that game. So, yeah, but, but they didn't. They didn't. The Cowboys made a mistake. The Eagles made a play. And, and they didn't lose the game. It's an incredible victory. I thought Dallas played a really good game, Elliot, and it they speaks did. it speaks to how good the Eagles are that they beat a really good team who played a really good game. Elliot, great stuff, buddy. Thanks so much, man. We'll talk to you later in the week. Yep, sounds good. Talk All to right, you guys. There he is, Thanks, Elliot Sherpark.